Section 14 of Exposition of the Apostles' Creed This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bill Mosley, Llano County, Texas, USA. Exposition of the Apostles' Creed by James Dodds. Section 14. Article 4, Section 1. Suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The preceding articles of the Creed appeal to faith. They so far transcend reason that they can be apprehended only when reason is sustained by faith. This article, which affirms that Jesus suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, is a simple historical statement. Pilate is a historic person, the details of whose life are recorded not in the Gospels only, but in secular history. Josephus records several incidents in the life of Pilate, which are strikingly in accordance with his character as set forth in the Gospels. Tacitus, a Roman historian, who wrote his Annals soon after the crucifixion of Jesus, relates that while Pilate was governor of Judea, Jesus Christ was put to death. The testimony of the Gospels and the statement of the Creed are thus confirmed by the Roman and the Jewish historians. But, indeed, the event itself is not the subject of controversy. It is the conclusions drawn from it by the followers of Christ that are disputed. Quote, Christ crucified, to the Jews a stumbling block, and to the Greeks foolishness, end quote, still raises opposition and kindles hostility. The name of Pilate is inserted not with the view of branding him with infamy, but in order to fix the date of the crucifixion of Jesus. It is the only intimation of the time of his death that the creed contains. It states that he was born, and that his mother was the Virgin Mary, and beyond this reference to Pilate, there is no intimation as to the time of the nativity or the death. Bishop Pearson writes, quote, As the Son of God, by his deliberate counsel, was sent into the world to die in the fullness of time, so it concerns the church to know the time in which he died, and because the ancient custom of the world was to make computations by the governors and refer their historical relations to the respective times of their government, therefore, that we might be properly assured of the actions of our Savior, which he did, and of his sufferings, that is, the actions which others did to him, the present governor is named in that form of speech which is proper to such historical or chronological narrations when we affirm that he suffered under Pontius Pilate. From stating the birth of Christ, the creed passes by what at first might seem an abrupt transition to his suffering, crucifixion, and death. There is no reference to his life or works, though these differed so widely from those of ordinary men. The reason seems to be 
that the end for which he came into the world was to suffer and die although he spake as never man spake and did the works no other man did it was not in the first place to teach or to work miracles that he emptied himself of his glory and came to earth but in order to suffer and die in the room and stead of sinners others had been prophets and teachers others had worked miracles others had done good in their day and generation but none save jesus had come into his own name or wielded power so marvelous as his no one could share with him the work of suffering and dying for sinners he was lifted up that he might draw all men unto him Quote, he suffered the just for the unjust that he might bring us to god on the cross he tasted death for every man and made a sacrificial atonement for the sins of the world Quote, he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed his dying was the leading thought and purpose of his life those who were with him fixed their eyes on his greatness as manifested in his wisdom and miracles and looked for his setting up a kingdom of this world but he himself from the very beginning knew that the path to be traversed by him was one of agony and death he was straitened until his baptism of suffering should be accomplished at his first passover he had intimated that as moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness so the son of man should be lifted up he used this expression lifted up three times and an evangelist gives the explanation quote, this he said signifying what death he should die again and again he told the disciples that he had come to give his life a ransom for many that he was to be betrayed and killed that as the good shepherd he would give his life for the sheep he intimated that his death was in accordance with the deliberate counsel and foreknowledge of his father and with his own free and full assent Quote, therefore doth my father love me because i lay down my life and when betrayal and apprehension brought his ministry to a close he would allow no sword to be drawn in his defense but was brought as a quote, lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb so he opened not his mouth the views which the jews entertained with regard to the triumphant progress of messiah did not accord with the statements of their prophets the sacred writers who foretold his coming pointed indeed to victory as the ultimate issue of his mission but they also clearly associated his life with conflict and suffering from the first intimation of a deliverer 
which spoke of a heel bruised by man's malignant adversary there was indicated in every type and prophecy the truth that messiah was to be quote, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief end quote, whose triumph was to be achieved through suffering the expectation current among the jews that deliverance would be wrought by messiah without humiliation or suffering showed that they misinterpreted the message of the prophets familiar with the letter they failed to grasp the spirit of the prophetical writings jesus laid this ignorance to their charge when he said to them quote, ye do err not knowing the scriptures end quote. and he upbraided the two disciples on the way to emmaus because they had failed to discover that their redeemer's glory was to be won through conflict quote, o fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken ought not christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory End quote. the suffering which jesus endured was both bodily and spiritual persecution followed him as a babe herod sought to slay him and joseph and mary had to flee into egypt he was despised and rejected by his countrymen his claims were refused by his kinsmen he quote, endured the contradictions of sinners quote. he quote, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses quote. he hungered and thirsted and was weary he was spit upon buffeted and scourged the cross on which he was to suffer was laid upon his shoulders till his exhausted frame broke down and on calvary a thorny crown was set upon his brow and the cruel nails pierced his hands and his feet but the sorrow within his soul was worse to bear than bodily suffering travail of soul was the consummation of his afflictions and while we do not read of a groan wrung from him by bodily torture soul trouble led him to ask his father with strong crying and tears as his frame was agonized and his sweat was like drops of blood quote, if it be possible let this cup pass from me as man's savior jesus was made perfect through suffering quote, we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin the world is full of suffering and he alone can understand and sympathize with it who has experienced it it is the knowledge that their divine saviour is their brother man that gives to believing sufferers boldness and confidence as they draw nigh to the throne of grace end of section 14 recording by bill mosley lano county texas usa